0: The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com/curtjmac to keep this series commercial free. Hello ladies and gentlemen, my name is Kurt and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Episode 662. That's right, Wolfie. Episode 662. Ooh, it's cold. It's cold and snowy outside here as we begin the episode. Let's grab Wolfie and continue west. Did you push me (laughs) off that ledge? How dare? How dare you? But let's continue west here, a little bit north, a little bit north here to grab some more wool for the sheep, completely ignoring the fact that a creeper just walked into that cave and is now walking towards us. Never mind, sheep. You get to keep your wool on this day. Stay warm. Stay frosty. Um, But yeah, continuing west towards those far lines here in Minecraft Beta 173 for your Thursday, November 9th, 2017. November! (laughs) What is this madness, November? But yeah, we are continuing on indeed. I'm noticing a little bit of a voice situation going on with me. I've been waking up with sore throats and every single time I'm like, Ah, nuts! I'm getting a cold! But then it goes away. I think it's just the dryness. The, the cold with the heat on indoors makes it dry. Uh, and I wake up with a sore throat. Gotta get me one of them humidifiers. Wolfie agrees, but yeah, and I'm like now noticing that my voice is, is sounding a little bit, a little bit rough. A little bit rough around the edges, but hopefully y'all will forgive me. Please forgive me, and uh, we can continue recording here. A normal episode of Farlands or Bust. Well, that's yet to be determined, but uh, not being recorded live before a Twitch audience. We're doing a normal Farlands or Bust episode, getting back on it, getting towards... Those far lands. Is the fog denser than...? No, I guess that's the normal density. I've been keeping it on slight fogginess. Um, one press of the F key. I thought that maybe that would help with the uh, the random freezing and potential crash issues I was having, but it doesn't seem to. That seems to just be a random, random thing where the game decides mm, I'm gonna think about this frame. For about 20 seconds longer than I should. Um, but we haven't had that in a while. But yeah, we're continuing on here. Farlands or Bust, thank you everybody for uh, continuing to watch and your, your patience as we continue onwards here with the uh, the Farlands or Bustitude. The last episode came out just before, the day before Halloween, because the day of Halloween, we did something special on the Twitch channel. A little, little bit out of my comfort zone. Ended up uh, donning. A costume, costume, JMac, as we played uh, Hellblade once again, for the third time. I made up a a Hellblade uh, kind of mashup costume, a a Senua slash Valraven. It's one of the uh, the bosses that I quite like in the game and i put on the full face makeup situation arm makeup feathers and and donned a, a giant raven skull helmet and everybody seemed to enjoy that that was uh that was well uh well received and i very much appreciate it because that was very nerve-wracking i i rarely ever go out of my way to do that sort of stuff to my like appearance or whatever. I don't know. I would I wouldn't call it cosplay, uh, although the idea is there, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, that was that was fun and interesting, and I appreciate everybody who was able to stop by for that. Uh, I uploaded some pictures to the uh, the Twitter and the Instagram account about that and it worked out and uh maybe maybe feel quite uh, positive about that sort of thing so perhaps perhaps in the future not a regular thing certainly not going to be a regular thing but perhaps in the future if not costumes perhaps just other other means of uh being out of my comfort zone and trying out new things with the twitches and the youtubes and the whatnots but uh yeah we are We're having a good time with that over on the Twitch channel, so I appreciate that. And then Daylight Savings change happened and threw me all off for a loop. I just realized yesterday that this is the first time in a few years that I've actually had to change clocks for Daylight Savings because I was living in Arizona for the past few years and uh, they don't change for Daylight Savings. So for the majority, or or the first half through the winter, Arizona is on Mountain Time and it stays on Mountain Standard Time, but when everybody else changes their clocks, it pretty much switches to Pacific Time. And I accidentally timed my move from Arizona to Washington around the weekend where Daylight Savings Time began. So I left... This looks like a hidey hole, does it not? (laughs) What's going on here? spooky spooky no it's really nothing um, <laughs> goofiness goofiness indeed um, so yeah when I when I left on a Friday I moved out of my my old house in Arizona started the drive on Friday Saturday and I crossed over the Arizona California border and stayed my first night in California on the Saturday night that the clocks changed. So I never had to update my clocks, because it was pretty much going from from Mountain Time to uh, Pacific Time was a a smooth transition. So this time is the first time I've had to set them back. And I apparently forgot to do that to my PCs, because I had my PCs still set on Arizona time and... uh, uh, I was all confused yesterday because my PC clock said it was later than it actually was, and I'm like, what? What's going on here? Shouldn't those automatically update? I guess I disabled that. I don't know. I disabled the uh, location tracking, I guess, in Windows 10, and it had no idea that I was now out here on the West Coast. But uh, yeah, that was confusing, and now it's getting dark. The sun sets at like 4 45 p.m. Oh. here, which is a little bit more extreme than I'm used to because I'm at a much further further north here. Latitude? (laughs) Let's call it latitude. Whoops, sorry I just snorfed into the microphone. A bit north uh, here, so much like up in Alaska over the winters, you end up with days that don't have any sunlight where the sun never rises. Being up further north means that the days are even shorter. So it's gonna get even shorter than that. So I've deci- decided... maybe today also I've got this groggly voice because I woke up. I decided I will wake up with the sunrise which was at 7 a.m. Uh, so I'm a little bit tired. I'm trying to shift the schedule in that direction. Trying to get the most most out of the daylight that I can. So waking up with sunrise uh, might be the way to do that. Perhaps, perhaps getting getting the fill of, of vitamin D supplements help in that scenario as well, I don't know. But uh, yeah, the day's the days indeed shorter and uh, got snow. <laughs> we got snow this past weekend. I took a little bit of a staycation weekend away, although I didn't go away, I stayed at home, uh, but uh, got actual snow. Went below freezing and it started flurrying and I also traveled perhaps ill-advisedly out east, a little bit up into the mountains where it was actually del- very a, a snow a, a, a Significant snow. That's the word I was looking for. I was about to say deluge, but that more describes rain than snow, but big old snowflakes falling from the sky and the old Subaru the old Subaru, which I purchased in Arizona, not necessarily a popular place for Subaru vehicles um, Subaru got the first snow. The first dusting of snow, and I realized, oh, I don't I don't have like an ice scraper or or snow brush <laughs> for this car. I got rid of that. Gave it all away to my, my family and stuff when I moved from Illinois to Arizona, because I'm like, I won't need these anymore. Never snows in Arizona. Uh, so now I gotta get one of those. <laughs> now I gotta get one of those, probably. Although I keep it in a garage. Uh, it might still be uh, worth having in the rare occasions. It doesn't snow too much, unless you're up in altitude in the mountains, like I said. It doesn't snow much at all here in the Seattle area, down here in the lowlands near the water. I'm assuming it's the topography of the, uh, the elevation in, in combination with the being near the water. That snow is an occasional thing, and it's moderately concerning how early in the year it got this cold and started snowing. I don't know if that is a foreshadowing of things to come with this winter. Uh, hopefully not, but uh, yeah, some snow, some cold weather, some some elevated hidey holes, and some continuing in the morning and uh, oh, snowness. Snowness and deedness. But yeah, I took a little bit of a weekend off, I suppose, away from the computer. AFK, if you will, but kind of just explored the greater area and felt... Uh, from that, I felt uh, a bit better. As you guys know, as I talked about the move and stuff, I was a little bit... kind of... I-, I, I, very anxious <laughs> about the moving from Arizona to here, Seattle. Um, And even after the fact, kind of like, ooh, did I need to make that move? Do I actually like it here? There's, you know, certainly the weather isn't as fantastic as it was in Arizona. Certainly it's not 118 degrees during the the, the summer, but uh, uh, there's that. There's simply, you know, you end up in a new place, you don't know your your grocery stores or restaurants or whatever. but I really never got a chance. I didn't take a chance to like explore the area. From, I suppose, the perspective of, of a tourist or or somebody visiting or somebody looking for neat things to do or places to go. I've gone on a couple hikes and I've started to get more comfortable with, with hiking and getting out into the wilderness, as it were. Um, But this is the first kind of weekend I just like took off and said, let's do all these things. Let's visit museum. Let's visit, uh, you know, let's drive around the, you know, take a ferry out to the islands, one of the islands uh, out here uh, and drive all around there and check out the parks that are there that I really didn't even give a chance. And I'm like, oh, I'll have to return here to do some hiking um, up in the islands. Checking out some of the restaurants, although they might not. The, still, the place I've particularly chosen to live uh, is a little bit lacking in the uh, the oh. restaurant tours, um, specifically those that have gluten-free stuff. Um, although I did find I normally shy away, oh. and, and I'm not a fan, but uh, tried a Thai food place that's relatively nearby where I live. Turned oh. out pretty good, and they 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 know of the gluten. They know of the gluten, uh, and are aware of making gluten-free items, so uh, that's good. But a couple other places turned out to be really good, uh, and just kind of... saw the area from the perspective of, I suppose, a staycation, a vacationer, uh, and uh, feel a lot better, feeling a lot better about the area. And even like, oh, this area is nice, perhaps when I do do decide to to maybe change places as in like living locations actual homes maybe I want to try to find a place with a yard for a dog or whatever this 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 town seems nice or this area seems nice uh there are even places like closer to the downtown area I'm like oh this place this this area is pretty nice pretty expensive but pretty nice there's a lot of parks around or dog parks and near the the water and this that and the other or, or even places further out far out man a lot of places up north that seem really nice, uh, past the north side of the city. um, Further away from the airport, the airport is on the south south side of town. Um, Yeah, I'm not sure if I should base my life around how close I am to airports. I travel a little bit for work, you know, going to the marathons and and conventions and, of course, traveling back home uh, occasionally to visit family. Um, But I don't know if I want to base my life around the, I don't know, half a dozen to to maybe ten times I might need to take a flight per year. Um, Okay, if it's if it's a few hour drive to the airport, maybe I'll have to deal with that. I don't know. I'll just have to make sure I schedule schedule my uh, my flight times around not doing so during high traffic rush hour times or I'll just have to take uh, red-eye flights or something like that. Uh, Although, (laughs) Seattle, pretty much every time is traffic time. (laughs) It's traffic time everybody! Oh, you fell into the one place you shouldn't have. (laughs) That was great. That was pretty good. I feel like if I remember I should edit a zoom, a zoom in there just <laughs> see Wolfie's head jumping up and down. Um, I won't remember. So yeah, I suppose that might be some knowledge I can pass on as if you've perhaps moved to a new state or city or area that you're unfamiliar with and feeling a bit down on and lonely in or or unfamiliar with um, just give yourself like a weekend a four day weekend preferably not like a holiday weekend because then everybody else is doing the same thing but just like a weekend where you're like I'm not gonna stay in a hotel or anything or or go traveling too far but I'm gonna search the area you know maybe within a two three hours drive uh, do some day trips and just explore what there is in the immediate area uh, might, might get you feeling a little bit better, a little bit of a renewed interest, I suppose, oh. where you're not so much looking at it as your immediate subdivision or neighborhood or housing complex or whatever, wherever you're at, uh, you're, you're looking at the wider area as a whole uh, as, as a potential for, for fun and enjoyment and a reasonable and positive living Scenario that you may be in. Top tip of the day <laughs> from Farlands of Busts. Despite uh, not recording this live on Twitch right now, I do still have a few leftover questions from last times, last episodes. Farlands or Bust uh, Friday, Friday Farlands or Bust Flob Fridays. So that's what it's called. Hey, marketing. Such as Lilac Jedi Bride asks, If you could be any aquatic animal, what would you be and why? I think I've answered this before, similar things before, or like what's your favorite ocean animal. Um, probably a shark. Some sort of shark. A great white shark would be great, but sharks to me are fascinating creatures, misunderstood creatures. Sort of these perfectly evolved, not perfect, but uh, they've had millions and millions and millions of years to evolve into these sleek and uh, sort of perfect for what they are, you know, in order to uh, exist. You know, similarly, I feel the same way about like birds. Birds, in some regard. Hawks and eagles and things uh, just seem like, well, yeah, everything, everything here does, has a purpose and does what it needs to do in order to, to, to fly fast or, or see far or or whatever, swim fast or, or, or bite hard or, you know, whatever they need to do. Uh, it just seems like a sleek design as opposed to the human body <laughs> not sleek at all not sleek at all i tell you what um i yeah the human body is more of a protector of the human brain i think probably intelligence over over sleekness i suppose it's more more about substance than than uh than uh usability i guess um but yeah Probably a shark. Probably a shark. Great white sharks are pretty great. I follow a few or at least one Instagram account who is a shark photographer and they're constantly posting cool pictures of great white sharks and in in their natural environment and very dramatic scenes and things not so much like ooh, the action shots of them eating whatever or jumping out of the water but it's just kind of like here's the shark in the middle of the ocean. The ocean scares me however. I would be a little bit well I suppose if I was a shark <laughs> the land would scare me but uh yeah the ocean is a bit of a scary place in my mind. Whales are pretty cool too. I think just the the scale the scale of whale uh like a blue whale is mind-boggling. Like how? How is this thing? This is a, this is a, a living, breathing oh. skyscraper just swimming along in the in the middle of the ocean. How does that even work? Um, but uh, I'll, I'd probably go with the shark. Probably go with the shark. H D underscore in memoriam asks, Will your dog be female or male? Uh, not having... I don't have too much of a per- 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 particular preference. As if you're unaware, I'm, I'm currently on the search for an adoptable dog. I, I am being a bit of a specific picky chooser here in that I would like a Australian cattle dog and or cattle dog mix. Uh, I just like the the look of them and uh, the uh, the endurance and agility and the ability to be a, a an outdoorsy hiking companion and whatnot um, I just I just like them I don't know why um, but male or female I'm not particular particularly uh, specifically looking for one or the other I obviously have experience with uh, female dog. Um, I I guess I kind of prefer, based on that. It seems to me, at least in the Australian cattle dog realm, that the females are a little bit smaller, uh, perhaps a little bit more timid and less maybe rambunctious, but I think that that is really just based on personality and training, really, is what that comes down to. Uh, Let's go to sleep and continue in the morning. (sighs) And a spider in a tree-ness. Oh, that's not a tree, that's a that's a hilltop. I thought that was in the tree. But yeah, uh I mean at the same time, like Eva was very not uh friendly to other dogs and stuff, so I suppose uh that might be a trait of the females or not. Um so yeah, I'm not not really a particular preference, but I I, I know I know kind of what I'm what, like, ooh, I see a dog listed on Petfinder or whatever. I'm like, that's a nice-looking dog, or that looks like that's the right size. Or I'll see one and it's like, oh, this one's 65 pounds. And I'm like, ooh, that's too big. Uh, I'm trying to keep it around 40-pound 40, 40 pound dog or whatever, um, but also not too small. You see, like, ooh, here's a cattle dog Chihuahua mix, it's 12 pounds. I'm like, it's like pretty much a miniature cattle dog, but no thank you. Uh, I don't want a tiny, tiny dog. But yeah, that's kind of what I've been looking for. Um, in general, I don't have have a particular preference. We'll we'll see. Uh, I'm certainly certainly all set up for it. Still nervous about it. But like, when are you not going to be nervous about such a thing? About undertaking such a responsibility? It's always like, oh, do I? need You know, I do travel sometimes. But again, similarly, would I not get a dog because I travel? Eight to ten times a year, uh, just the same as would I specifically want to choose a house location near the airport because I travel eight to ten times a year. I don't know. Is that that doesn't seem too reasonable? Doesn't seem too reasonable. Oh God! Here's the freezing. Here's the freezing. Brace, 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 and we're fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think that has anything to do with the draw distance or anything. It's just something that's started to happening not even recently it's started happening a few years ago really but it's at random intervals i always thought it was at the end of the episode that it would happen like a memory leak or something uh it's happened at the beginning of the episode now uh, so i don't i don't think that's the case at all um could it be that we were loading in these pigs i don't i don't know get punched or murder we really just need about one more pork chop here. Wolfie treats. There we go. I like to keep a an even four on me. So yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a, a, a specific male or female dog search really going on. I've I've looked at and to this point applied for both. Uh, I just have either either missed out on them or it hasn't been a good fit for me just yet. Indeed. Lastly, Lon McGregor asked, What do you think about maths? Maths! Plurals! Uh, Any good at it? Do you have a favorite constant, function, process? Well, I think I can answer both of those questions by asking you What is a constant function or process? I do not know. (laughs) I do not know indeed. I was bad at math. I was very bad at math, which is I think what overall prevented me, or had I looked into it more seriously, would have prevented me from getting into the engineering side of things or even a good deal of the scientific side of things. When it did come to chemistry, there was a lot of that. Here are two molecules with the different numbers and whatever, that signify how many these exist and how many bonds are here. You know, mix them together and give me the result of, you know, the resulting molecule that would come out of combining this with this. And you have to, there's some sort of crazy formulas that go into that. I would always have problems with that. But then getting out to the lab and actually mixing things and and doing this or that or the other or writing down, you know, that stuff I was good at. I was always good at I was always good at the doing and not so much the uh calculating I think. And the same thing with math, I I only ever took algebra. I only got up to like the third year of algebra in high school and none more was required, so none more was taken by old Kurt J. Mac. Same thing in college as well. I actually had I'll I'll let you in on this little nugget of information. When I started college, I had to uh, take a remedial algebra class because there's little placement exams that you have to take in, you know, English, reading comprehension, for the core classes, science. uh, And the math one is the one I did the worst on, and I had to take a a sub-below level 100 algebra class. Basically, high school algebra class in order to then be able to take the required Algebra 101 or whatever, that was a requirement for graduation. Because uh, I was bad. <laughs> and still to this day, I didn't do great, I don't think. It's just one of those things like, it, it like I need a point, <laughs> like I need a, a real-world... I know there's real-world applications to these things, but in in the actual act of taking a class, I need I need some sort of tangible reason to be doing this conversion, other than just here's uh, an equation. Do the you know the point is to solve the equation. Like well, <laughs> this isn't a real thing to me. Like it it's it, it's 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 these these aren't real numbers. These aren't this isn't a real you know plug I can plug in or a, a, a bolt I can turn and tighten. Uh, you know, or something like that. It's it it's it didn't match, <laughs> and I don't I don't know if, what what that means. I don't know if that means that there's a particular way that my brain is wired. Uh, I don't know if similarly that's why I have such problems with foreign languages as well. Um, if there's some sort of I just can't do the conversions or you know so, there's something there's something amiss. There's something screwy going on there. Um, but uh, yeah, I was always very bad at it. I never. I took calculus or trigonometry. I barely even know what those actually are. Statistics, never took statistics uh, or anything about functions and constants, processes, division symbols. <laughs> I have to even, when I'm like calculating tips and bills at restaurants and stuff, I have to count like out loud in my head for simple addition and I'm like okay so it's okay there's a remainder of one carry the one you know like I have to do that all in my head and I even have like a visual way Each of each of the numbers. I don't know if I'm the only one who does this I have a there's a physical Way that I apply how how much they're worth in my head. Is this making sense? Perhaps I should consult a psychologist or a sociologist about this thing. It's not like the color thing. I don't see numbers or sounds as colors, uh, which is a thing. Um, it's 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 more like a... it's got to be a, a physical thing, like a shape that I can touch. So like a three. Cable uh, of There's three points on the number three, right? The one, two, three, so that's three. Uh, four has four points as a shape. There's at least the way I draw four, which is kind of the triangle. Uh, one, two, three, four. There's four corners to the shape of a four. Um, five... It, it would be a lot easier if I could write this out. So yeah, you know, um, I could probably do this in Minecraft. Like a five goes... Bloop! And then it's got the curvy part and then it's got the thing across the top. There's one, two, three... I count like it has a belly button on the curvy point as one, four, five. There's five points in a five. Um, Six? Six is a weird one because six is just a curly Q. There's no points. So what I've done with six Six is the curly Q. Uh, I just count three dots off of the top of the six twice (laughs) This sounds real crazy now that I'm saying it out loud and perhaps The next time you meet me, I'll have to take out a pen and paper and actually share this with you Um, But yeah, they're, they're almost like constellations I've just had a rele- constellation relevation title of the episode Uh right now. They're like constellations. I have to see the constellations of the numbers in my head in order to count them out. And that's weird, <laughs> right? An eight has like four corners. It's basically a square, but i count the four corners twice for eight. Uh What do I do with seven? I think I count seven as six, and then there's like a spare dot out to the side with seven. Yeah, I've, I've turned? Holy shnikes. Uh, I've turned numbers into constellations in my head so that I can calculate them in my head. And that's very interesting to me. Suddenly right now, this whole world and universe of astronomy and numbers has unfolded before me. I'm still crap at math. This hasn't unlocked before your eyes some sort of Beautiful Mind sort of scenario where the numbers are flying through the air. If anything, they don't exist in the air So they have to exist on paper so that I can like touch the the constellations and the stars Wow, I just now made that because I was doing it in the sky. I was thinking of in the, the, the Minecraft sky I was thinking about it in the sky we just had a, a breakthrough here, my friends. A breakthrough. There must be. I must. I can't be the the only person who does this. There must be some sort of name or psychological uh, theory or or name to this sort of thing I'm doing. Much like the people who see numbers as colors or sounds as as shapes or colors. Uh, I forgot specifically what's that called. That's called. Chroma... Chroma something I'm um, um, a tree Um, I, I see... I see numbers as constellations. I don't see words like that, like words are words to me, but uh... I'm also very slow at reading, because I read the words instead of reading the words, you know what I mean? Like I say the words instead of reading the words. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. Well, I didn't know that this was going to turn into "Let's dissect Kurt J Max inner workings of his brain" episode, but I guess that's that's what it was. <laughs> uh, let me know in the comments below, or on Twitter, or wherever you can find me in my next Twitch stream. What you uh, what you think of that? If there's a name, if you also do the same thing, maybe Cause that uh, we we just we just we just witnessed. We just witnessed a breakthrough live and recorded here in episode 662 of Far Lands and Busts. Thank you so much for watching and uh, coming along for that ride. (laughs) Oh boy, these these non-streamed episodes sure do have a different flavor to them. You're you're just in my brain as opposed to interacting with the chat. It's a scary place to be, my friends, let me tell you. Uh, But yeah, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurtz. I will see you next time. Brace, 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 and we're fine.